Let's talk a little bit about what we learned today in that infrastructure bill as it pertains to crypto too. Matt Weller is joining us, Global Head of Research at Forex.com and City Index. Matt, I believe the Bitcoin part falls under the Forex uh, label. So what did you uh, learn here over the last couple of days and how Bitcoin's going to respond to any of this particular policy tied into this bill? Yeah, it's been a very interesting couple of weeks and really throughout the last couple of weeks since this uh, bill was going through the entire process in the Senate, we've generally seen Bitcoin rally straight up. And I think that is really instructive. That is the market's way of saying uh, that this this axe that was sort of hanging over us of regulation and how that could impact the market perhaps it won't be as bad as worst fears. We've seen a very active movement on Washington with the crypto asset lobby, something that was able to water down some of the harshest uh, restrictions that these bills that, that frankly I think were uh, under-researched and, and poorly worded, those have been watered down to an extent, maybe not quite a full win in the favor of the cryptocurrency lobby, but frankly, I think a lot of people would say there wasn't a cryptocurrency lobby uh, heading into say last month. So uh, I think traders have been very optimistic about the fight that the crypto asset industry has put up and, and perhaps that fight will continue as the bill moves to the house heading into September. Is there any sign that this is playing a role in the price, Matt, or is it just a coincidence we're getting a little choppy here as we are literally right in the middle of that thirty to $60,000 range at forty-five? I think it's absolutely playing out through the price. As I mentioned, we were rallying throughout the last couple of weeks as the very harsh wording slowly got watered down. But we saw when uh, yesterday the uh, amendment that was seen as most favorable to the crypto industry was shot down by just one vote from a retiring senator uh, that uh, Bitcoin did drop and it's, it's basically hovering around those same levels now. So I think traders were uh, gradually revising up their their expectations for how this could impact the industry, but we haven't quite got that full win that might have pushed Bitcoin toward the top of its year-to-date range that you were talking about earlier. And I think that might come as we move to the House and as we see how this uh, this legislation actually gets put into effect. Matt, what is your view on the potential that we could re-enter that trading range that uh, we dabbled in around the highs is we were climbing up to 60. There was a kind of stop and go process. A lot of areas of support in the charts around 50,000, it looks like 46, 45, somewhere here might be described as resistance. Walk me through the way you're viewing the technicals at this juncture. Sure. So I think the break above the 41 or 42,000 range that had put a ceiling on prices for the last couple of months is a very bullish development. So as long as we stay above that area and a key principle of technical analysis is that a previous resistance level or ceiling on price can become support or a floor under price once it's broken. So that's what I'd be expecting at this point. I do note that we are uh, seeing a bit of a divergence at these highs. Essentially, the RSI indicator in the lower pane there is showing a little bit less buying pressure on this most recent surge. That suggests we could see a near-term pullback, especially with regulatory uncertainty still in play. But to go back to the fundamentals, it's, it's kind of ironic that everyone was so concerned about how this could impact the crypto uh, space. But at the end of the day, it's an infrastructure bill and it's going to be, as you guys outlined, hundreds of billions of dollars of deficit spending, something that I think has uh, long been 
uh, seen as bullish for Bitcoin. So uh, while they might have lost an element of the regulatory war, the crypto fans uh, can certainly take solace in the fact that the deficit will continue to grow, whereas Bitcoin will keep chugging along at its algorithmically determined inflation rate that looks more and more compelling by the day against the U.S. dollar. So which part about the compelling versus the U.S. dollar, though? Because I'm looking at a dollar here that's for the first time since basically COVID began, Matt. The greenback is pushing up against 93 and just kind of layman's tech uh, technical work. If this thing gets above where it was uh, last month, the dollar, uh, it's a uh, high year to date. That'd be the first time really that we've kind of violated this down trend we get above the march high of 93 and suddenly we've made a higher high for the first time since since covid basically is that not an issue for this narrative that there's impending unavoidable doom for the dollar i think uh, unavoidable doom might be a bit strong but but I, that's I, what I the bitcoiners seem like they want well, we've, we've seen this strength in the dollar, and keep in mind this dollar index is just comparing to other major currencies, prominently the euro. Okay. So uh, we can see the situation in Europe is arguably worse, especially if you caught that German zoo survey uh, this morning. That was a very poor reading out of Europe. And when we compare that to U.S. economic data, we've seen a very strong jolts report this week. If we can go back to last Friday, very strong non-farm payrolls report. Over the last three months, we've seen about 800,000 jobs created in the U.S. US. Here you can see we've got the uh, the chart of the euro dollar, which is essentially just the inverse of the dollar index. That's testing its lowest level of the year, to your point, and at risk of dropping through that support level at 117, which would open up 116 in my view. So hmm. I think there's a scenario where uh, Bitcoin could certainly rally, but the dollar could rally as well, especially hmm. versus other currencies, which may be in a worse situation with regard to stimulus and government deficits. I like that point. What, uh, Matt, do you think uh, the role of inflation and the potential for the Fed to respond to that inflation is going to be for both these assets, Bitcoin versus the dollar? Because we got a pretty big print coming out tomorrow, supposed to cool down a little bit, but the last one was quite warm for CPI. Yeah, absolutely. Inflation is going to be the biggest theme of the week with, as you mentioned, that CPI report tomorrow morning as the main highlight. I think that the Fed has been very encouraged by the labor market in particular. And if we do see really anything in the ballpark of expectations for inflation, that's going to keep the Fed focused on how they can look to unwind some of this unprecedented stimulus. I think we're looking for a 0.5% month-over-month print in CPI. And I think even if we get 0.4, whatever that annualized rate is, that's still something in the ballpark of what the Fed's expecting. And it's the focus after this week, I think, will turn primarily to the Fed. We have that Jackson Hole Economic Symposium at the end of the month, and many traders and economists have circled the September Fed meeting as a time where they'll announce their taper plan. So somewhere in the next six weeks or so, uh, we're going to see some very interesting developments out of the Fed that could uh, support both the dollar and Bitcoin again. Hmm. What if the uh, timeline here starts to move forward? That's where the dollar Bitcoin moving together. I have a little more trouble with if that dollar's going to respond to higher rates. Bitcoiners have been saying for the last two years, the Fed can never hike. It's never going to stop pumping money in. If the Fed says, hey, we actually are going to have to hike here. Seems like that could be super bullish dollar, not so much BTC. Yeah, I absolutely think so. We we know central bankers are very tepid and conservative, and they really, especially after the experience we've had over the last 
12 years or so following the great financial crisis, they really do want to see it in the data before making the jump toward removing some of that stimulus. But if that perspective that they've been talking about for a couple of years changes, they come out even as soon as later this month and say, we are looking to aggressively taper asset purchases. There's the potential to raise interest rates in the middle of next year rather than at the end, which is perhaps the most optimistic anyone is. I think that's really where we could see uh, the dollar surge back to some of the recent highs that we mm. saw that would certainly take the wind out of Bitcoin sales. I think it would take the wind out of a lot of major assets <laughs> as traders rush into the safe haven of the US dollar. Okay, Matt, really good stuff. Really like the analysis. Uh, very uh, good process in looking at these charts and trying to figure out how they connect. Appreciate you joining us this afternoon. My pleasure. Thanks. Good stuff. Uh, really good contributions from Matt. As always, good to have him here on the show regularly. Matt Willer joins us from Forex.com and City Index.